I'm Sam Smith, and you are watching the Grammys. Under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, A, 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 A. Mommy don't know, Daddy's getting hot at the barber shop, doing something unholy. Speaking of doing something unholy, I'm having my second child during prime time for the Babylon working which for those of you who don't know is a ritual a birth ritual that was initially discovered by my idol Alistair Crowley where we do a ritual so that our child will be a vessel for the incarnation of an ancient Egyptian goddess I've done a lot of things oh yes we've like all done a lot of things like conspire against the masses yes, to push Sam. an agenda yes they worship us don't they Sam Yes. They worship our every move. Yes. Oh, yes. I am the queen, they say. I'm I'm also the queen, they say. No, I'm the queen. <laughs> and I'm also the queen. No, I'm the only queen, Sam. I'm the queen and the king. No, you can only pick one, Sam. <laughs> you can't be both, Sam. I want to be both. You can't. <laughs> You have to be more like me, Sam. You gotta choose one and stick to it. Oh, you crazy! You must be crazy! I'll tell you crazy! I don't know about these other guys, but we are like a superhero. No? We're like... We're not crazy! Everybody knows you never go full retard. Muhammad is the most commonly used name on Earth. Read a fucking book for one. Did you get that memo? Yeah, I got the memo. Picasso is dead! Walt Disney is dead! I'm dead! Steve Jobs is dead. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Welcome to the Mentally Gone Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Mentally Gone Podcast. This is episode number 36. My name is Callie Lacerda. And I'm Gabriella Lopes. And today we have a very special episode, like we do every single time that we do these episodes, because there's always so much happening in the world that it just always accumulates, and we always feel overwhelmed by just so much things, so many things happening around the world, and just yeah. trying to cover every single thing, which is almost impossible. So today we're going to try to do our best to cover the more pressing topics, uh, the more recent ones. Like, for example... The Grammys. The Grammys, the Super Bowl halftime performance, the satanic implications of both of those things and the and the blatant symbolism that just permeated each one. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl ads because I have a lot to say about certain ads that, that I watched <clears throat> that just blew my mind of how blatant the symbolism and the um, occult, you know, like... Uh, symbolism and... Yeah, the occult the... undertones mm. is is the word i'm looking for uh what else do we have and yeah and we also are going to talk about the ukraine right if we still have time oh we'll we'll talk about it yeah talk about the ukraine i'm just checking to see what else we have here uh one of the things that i want to make clear too is that and i think i've said this in the past is that um there's a lot of anxiety that builds up leading up to like recording these episodes because we always like take so long to like um like we take a long break in between episodes and then whenever we sit down it's just it's just this like anxiety to like try to get it try to get it completely perfect and 100 percent perfect which is never gonna happen and we're like rusty it's like when you get yeah. on a bike after letting it rust in the rain right for and some time and then you're like oh great is it gonna and then like part of you knows that you haven't forgotten how to ride a bike but then part of you 
it's still questions whether or not you will be able to like maintain balance while while riding yeah and i just want to like put that out there so you guys can um you know just have some patience with us but we're going to try to do our best to still relay the the information that we've accumulated the research that we've done things that we've read and just try to share it with you guys so that we can slowly but surely build more awareness around topics that i feel like should be made clear to the public and to the world but obviously the mass media is controlled by select few and they control the narrative and they control what you hear and what you see and so it's up to people like us and i'm not trying to put us on a pedestal but that could be you too you know just by sharing this episode by sharing articles and sharing different perspectives on things that reveal more truth than lies and fiction then we will slowly but surely become more aware as a people as a society and we will overcome all of the dark obstacles that are placed in our way wake up wake up america wake up wake up guys all right so do you want to kick us off or do i to kick us off well, what you, do you want to you do you kick us off and you start us off all right so you want to do the grammys first yeah all right so the grammys obviously unless you're living under a rock you've <laughs> seen the performance of sam smith mm-hmm. who is going through his humiliation ritual his humiliation phase and that's blatantly obvious uh, if you look at Sam Smith just a few years ago, he was a guy who created beautiful music, right? Um, Touching, like right. very meaningful. Yeah, he didn't push his um, his personal beliefs, his, his sexual um, orientation, his sexual beliefs onto anyone. There was no agenda really being pushed. And then it wasn't until after he blew up that obviously he uh, swore his oath to the elite and to the establishment, to the occult. And he began becoming a puppet. So he's on the same kind of like character arc as Doja Cat is right now. And both of them are being used by this broader system to push this agenda, which is the whole uh, gender blurring agenda, which is happening right now. And he's the main guy for that. Right. Because because he recently, or I don't know how long ago, but um, identified himself as non-binary. Right, right. And they, them. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I think that that's interesting because, like you said, like the the change in his music. I didn't hear his whole album, but just from the one song that's popular versus the songs back then that were popular of his. Right, they're completely different. And let me also just say that the Grammys are considered the highest praise that a musician and an artist can possibly achieve in their lifetime, and it's become obvious that it's not about music anymore it's about agendas being pushed it's about worship it's about um a cult a cult beliefs a cult groups controlling it and right after he began like pushing this ideology is when he won his grammy so it took him to perf- like doing everything that he did at the grammys in order to mm. achieve in the award that's uh, it's so like it's so weird to me that the the Grammys have increasingly increasingly gotten stranger. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. I just remember was it Kendrick that performed with you two at the Grammys or was that like the? I don't remember. Uh, forget it. I won't remember either. But that yeah. like that to me is a great performance. And then I don't know. Now it's like every single concert, show, event. It seems like it's all about pushing an agenda. Yeah. It's all satanic crap. It's like 
It's literally a ritual on stage. You yeah. know, like even Kanye's little Donda Event, party, yeah. release parties were mm-hmm. questionable. Which, speaking of Kanye, if you guys notice the um, obvious pattern that is presenting itself among the like main artists of our generation, like Kanye West, um, Rihanna, Sam Smith, right? And by main artists, I don't mean like the greatest artists of our generation, um, because I'm including Sam Smith, and I don't consider him to be that. But um, I mean more so like the more prevalent Mainstream, ones. Mainstream, yeah. Doja Cat recently appeared dressed in all red. Rihanna recently appeared 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 <laughs> rihanna recently appeared dressed in all red um kanye dressed in the all balenciaga red. coat right the and, bubble coat and now sam smith dressed in all red so it's obvious what's going <laughs> on and red among the occult is considered a uh, color code for sacrifice mm-hmm. so sacrificial rituals you know like it's sacrificing in order to gain um and uh, before his performance, Sam Smith was viewed and photographed on the red carpet at the Grammys dressed with an outfit that kind of reminds me of Eyes Wide Shut, that um, ringleader. Um, I don't think you've ever seen Eyes Wide Shut, right? No, no, not yet. But he's dressed as a master of ceremonies, complete with a scepter and a top hat. And later on in his performance, that top hat will show to reveal two horns really oh yeah yeah the two horns yeah i didn't know that it was under the hat no 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 i don't think it's under the oh hat. i was gonna say i'm that's just saying he swapped his hat yeah it's like the gentleman to the yeah to the devil to the devil yeah and, and also the people i don't know who was on the carpet with him but mm-hmm. it looks like they're all wearing black wigs with the exception of the one girl what's her name kim petras or something yeah she's a transgender oh is she yeah she she, she's the first transgendered woman to win a grammy i never even heard any of her music yeah me neither see because it's not about music anymore it's about pushing ideologies and pushing agendas wow and she has a red veil is it veil yeah veil so so she has a red veil that is also symbolic of her marrying into the industry ritualistically marrying into the industry and speaking of like industry hierarchy and like industry dynamics we have madonna who came to the stage with her two goat uh goat hairstyle yeah yeah like braids braids Mm -hmm. so madonna came no, I just got surprised by her face right now because <laughs> it, it was like a zoomed in image of her face. Her face is looking crazy, by the way. Like she's done yeah. so much work on her face that she's looking kind of demonic. I wish she would just age herself right. naturally. Yeah, she looks like a demon. But anyways, Madonna came to the stage with a goat horned braid style for her hair. Right. Mm. And she was the one that announced Sam Smith's performance wow and if you think about it madonna is considered to be the grand priestess of the music industry and that's why in a few photo shoots just a few weeks ago she was presented as christ himself in the in a recreation of the last supper right and so there's obviously like this blatant mockery of christianity and you have to ask yourself even if you're not religious and i don't subscribe to any religion but even if you're not you have to question like why is it that there's this constant mockery of this one religion you know yeah and instead of 12 disciples in the image there was only 11 
right in the photograph that she recreated of the last supper mm -hmm. and then apparently one they're all girls by the way but then one of the girls on one of the sides of the of the photograph has a hairy chest mm. so again it's it's gender it's not blurring. even safe to say it's a girl even though that's what it's listed as mm -hmm. but it's like again it's like the non-binary whatever yeah. stuff because it's like constantly pushing this non this uh, gender blurring agenda oh my gosh that's you know? so insane and it's super hyper like like it's su um super hypersensitive right now like this topic you know and it's because they're trying to like introduce this idea and there has to be like a broader goal because it 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 isn't about inclusivity anymore because i'm all for inclusivity I'm all for every type of human being to share the same rights and to be accepted the same way. But when you start crossing into this realm where it's just being pushed and crammed down your throat. It's the main subject every single main, time. It's yeah. like the main topic every single time. And I think that Sam Smith and his um, co-performer, uh, Kim Petras, I think that they are setting the gold standard now for every other artist saying, hey, this is now the new standard in order for you to win anything and for you to advance within our little network of the occult, you have to subscribe and you have to push this message because this is the message that has to be pushed. Uh, it's like it's it's so strange to me that it's only <clears throat> as of recently that it's been heightened the way that it has right because i don't remember it being this bad two or three years ago yeah you know and but now it's like everywhere you turn that's what what is in the media it's like you know yeah and i thought that after the travis scott catastrophe at his um astroworld festival after the whole balenciaga scandal I thought and hoped that more people would just wake up and maybe these the, these like dark forces and these dark groups would would kind of like coward and kind of ret like retreat a little bit. But what I'm realizing is that all of that just made them stronger and even more bold. Mm -hmm. Like they're just bolder now. Like they're just doing it blatantly on national television. It's it's Satan worship on national television. And you know it's connected because she mentioned Balenciaga. She says Balenciaga daddy. Yeah. I'm looking for my Balenciaga daddy while she was trapped in a cage, which is reminiscent of of kitten uh kitten programming, right? It's yeah, called yeah. Kitten uh, um MK Ultra kitten programming. Yeah. So she's trapped in the cage, which is also one of the tactics that they use when it comes to MK Ultra. They get people at a very young age, trap them in cages to traumatize and to basically like break down their brains in a way where it's so stratified that they can manipulate different areas and different parts. And it's unstable enough where they can just implement their own ideologies and their own things. And that's why a lot of the major celebrities like Beyonce with like Sasha Fierce and we have um, Katy Perry and we have all these like major celebrities, Nicki Minaj, they all have different personalities, alter egos. Eminem has Slim Shady. It's like, it's because like they create these other people in their heads that maybe allows and facilitates the transmission of like demonic energy and just and just you know and and you notice that they've they've all done like some sort of cat thing yeah you know which which again just ties into the whole kitten programming Cats. if you guys don't know what that is then search up and you'll see like all about it but 
cats and also butterflies. Yeah. A lot of symbolism. And recently too, like there's been, there's been this height, um, not, not height, this um, spike in the use of Alice in Wonderland themes throughout music videos, especially throughout um, K-pop. K-pop, uh-huh. Every other K-pop video that we've been reacting to on our YouTube channel, and it's one of the reasons why we've been reacting to K-pop music, it's because like we're we're trying to understand how this one genre just took over the world the way it did. And if you watch even like just just one K-pop video, like at random and you just click on one, you'll see so much symbolism in it. So much. It's crazy. It's absolutely bonkers. And and there's always a lot of references to biblical. It's always a lot of biblical yes. references in music now. So strange. Like even this this unholy song that he did, it's very reminiscent of what Lil Nas X did with his song. Yeah, he was about uh, God knows what the heck it was about. He was twerking on twerking on, on the devil, right? Yeah. And then basically the the whole message is that. Uh, well, this is what I'm interpreting it as. It's like gay people are trying to establish their rights and their power and their whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And and so they have a concept, like a misconception that uh, religion and the Bible is the opposite of what they stand for, and so they have to they have to be controversial by including biblical references in order to push their messaging you know so that it's more prominent which is the big irony of all of it for me at least is that they like people who want inclusivity are seeking out to destroy what they're perceiving and they're establishing as their enemy right so if you wanted inclusivity so badly and you and you want a peaceful world where everybody just gets along then you wouldn't you can uh fuck anyone you want and you can get fucked by anyone you want uh, you wouldn't set out to to destroy a massive institution just because they don't agree with certain things. Like, yeah. just have the conversation and try to establish like a, a middle ground for everyone. You know, you wouldn't tread on those waters. You know, yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's stupid, and it's and it's weird that it's only that like only Christianity. Yeah, you know, because there's other religions that also have similar. Uh, like similar sayings in their texts right right? but then it's always it's only you well from what i see because it's offensive if if it's any other religion but it's not offensive when you're mocking christianity right which is so it's it's such a weird concept to grasp to me Mm -hmm. like why even have it in the conversation like i thought it was already established that law and religion were separate like state and religion you know yeah speaking of establishing a religion and having a conversation uh leading up to the grammys cbs which by the way has a logo the the one eye logo right they tweeted um or responded to a sam smith uh tweet about him promoting his upcoming uh grammy performance um cbs responded to sam smith saying we are ready to worship what and they have recently since then deleted that tweet which is just adds to the suspicion you know like um Sam Smith tweeted something about like uh, tonight is gonna be like an at like a crazy night. It's gonna be like the crazy. I have to find the tweet. Hold on. So just try to fill in the air real quick. Uh yeah. I mean, I didn't I didn't even realize until just now that the CBS logo 
is literally an eyeball. Yeah. Uh, hold on, it's guys. It's like always watching you. It's always watching. <laughs> that is so weird. Okay, look, I found it. I found it. I found it. So leading up to Sam Smith's Grammy performance this year, he tweeted, this is going to be special with a tongue out and put hashtag Grammys. And then CBS, whose logo is a one eye symbol, responded, dot, dot, dot. You can say that again. We are ready to worship. What? And it's just mind blowing to me. And since then, they have deleted the tweet, just like I said. They deleted the tweet because people started picking up on it. People started going through, you know, and like trying to understand the meaning behind Sam Smith's performance. And they found that tweet. And then CBS, I guess, scared of the repercussions or or just wanting to maybe not. I don't know. It's just wild to me. It's just uh, it's just so much. I feel like if if it was genuinely a joke or, you know, all all fun and games or surface level thing, then they wouldn't have deleted it. Yeah, they wouldn't have. But um, so do you want to break down his performance real quick? Yeah, let's let's yeah, let's get into that because there was some some circle stuff going on. Yeah. Some some ritualistic things. All right, so to start off, right? Uh Sam Smith's song of choice to perform at the Grammys was Unholy. Unholy, which is a very fitting uh song for what he decided to do as his performance. His performance began with him in the middle of a circle surrounded by transgender uh, followers or demons because like they these these dancers look like the um girl the from like grudge yeah that just has her hair in front of her face that's what i said about the black wigs like they're all wearing these long black wigs yeah it's definitely demonic it's like satanic demonic you you name it with their like heads hanging low too yeah and just walking in circles around him so it's obviously like a ritualistic dance you know that they're conducting and they're doing it in front of national television they're doing it in front of everybody because it's important for them to kind of collect energy you know and they feed off of our energy and so it's important for them um and then he did what and then right afterwards or in the middle of this performance he just throws up the 666 sign. Randomly. Ju- just throws it up. Yeah. And if you don't know what the 666 sign is, it's basically a... It's the mark of the beast. Yeah. It's it's just a... What, what's the word I'm looking for? Like into, into Satanism. It's like the... It's like the entrance. It's the quintessential <laughs> symbol for Satanism. Yeah. Is the 666. And people are saying like, oh, no, like that was just an artistic expression. This is just art. This is just whatever. You have to wake up. All right. I get that the song is called Unholy, but this guy is performing a satanic ritual in front of your eyes. He's doing all 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 of the right symbols. And um, if you can't see that, then I'm sorry, but there's no saving you like there's no hope everything's completely red he has horns on his head you know and this all happens as a fire a a blazing fire burns in the background symbolizing hell right and then smith puts on a top hat with devil horns which is officially making it officially a tribute to satan on national television and and then and then we see uh, Kim Petra's in the cage, which we talked about earlier. Yeah, where she says the whole Balenciaga daddy thing, and, and she says wanting a Balenciaga daddy quote. 
How weird is it that that she mentioned Balenciaga? Like I can't even wrap my head around that. Right, because they're they're mocking us. It's like it's all mocking. And if you notice, her dancers on either side of her are wearing the kitten masks. Right, right. I didn't even pick up on that. They, yeah. And so that just goes back to what we were saying about the whole kitten programming. Yep. The MK Ultra mind controlling and all that. Yep. It's like blatantly there and. And isn't that like similar to the mask that Doja Cat used? Yes. At, like at her um, Freemason uh, masquerade ball party. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, there were people wearing the kitten masquerade uh, masks. Yep. Uh, it's so weird. Yeah. And then at the end of the performance, Sam Smith is consumed by his circle of minions. And the message that he's trying to relate to the public is that he's that selling your soul ends up inevitably with self-destruction as the final result okay and then right after that we see a literally literally right after sam smith finishes performing his satanic ritual (laughs) oh yeah we get what immediately after the pfizer logo pfizer logo saying that the the grammys was brought to you by pfizer immediately after isn't that crazy it's like you could you could write this and try to like show someone what you wrote and they would ask if like if you're writing a script for a movie is is this gonna be like a sci-fi film is it gonna be a series because it doesn't feel like real life and you know what's weird i recently read something about the vaccines yeah and it was like saying that okay i'm gonna sound like a conspiracy theorist right now but it was saying that there's like an ingredient in the vaccines that uh, I, I really don't know how the person explained it because I read it in like a comment or something. Mm. And that it's basically like they'll be able to manipulate your DNA or something like that. Like really? some, yeah, like something crazy. I wish I saved it, but I just thought of it now because of the whole Pfizer thing. And it's so weird. It's like that's that's one of the reasons. I know it sounds like crazy to say, but that's one of the reasons that, you know, I did yeah. not get the vaccine. I know that sounds like, oh my gosh, like, uh, oh, I don't really? care anymore. Like, I'm also not vaxxed and I'm and, fine. Yeah. I mean, f- listen, uh, I'm not going to put something in my body that I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. I have to understand it more. Yeah. And things that are CDC approved. Uh, yeah, it's not sketchy. Is, yeah. It's ske- after a- After what we've learned with um dr fauci i think that now everybody realizes that just because it's an authority figure doesn't mean that it's god yeah you know because like people usually used to think that it's like oh like if it's a police officer if it's the mayor saying it then it must be true because their word comes from god and that's interesting because we've been programmed historically and 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 conditioned to um always associate our leaders to god because that's what kings would do and that's what the pharaohs did so every leader would always kind of like establish a, a, a direct connection with a divine force that would relay all of the information that they would give to the people. Right. And so that's what we we instinctively like our lizard brain still operates off of that understanding. It's like, oh, like if if Anthony Fauci said it, then it's true because he's the head of the CDC. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Um, I, I just wanted to also point out how interesting it is that Quavo paid a uh paid a tribute 
to his deceased nephew take off at the Grammys, right? And he did so while wearing a one eye cover patch. Really? I didn't see that. He was blatantly covering one eye while paying a tribute to his deceased um, uh, group member. But I mean, that just goes back to everything that Kanye said about people's climb to the top of the ladder, the the ladder of success and wealth and fame. And people just, you sacrificing people along the way. Yeah, Kanye said that every person that has risen to the very top has lost someone very close to them. Mm. And it's interesting because this tribute to fallen artists, including Takeoff, and to falling uh, fallen rappers and artists, uh, came before Sam Smith's performance. And then after Sam Smith's performance, we have DJ Khaled and Jay-Z performing God Did. Oh, really? And then we have the harvest happening. So it's like... The sacrifice comes first with the tribute to take off and Quavo wearing a one eye symbolism mask thing covering one eye. And then we have Satan himself accepting and celebrating all of these souls that have been sacrificed to him, which is Sam Smith performing, you know, as Satan. And then after that, we have DJ Khaled and Hove, who always asserts himself as God in this world, right? He considers himself God and in the song God did his verse is is just filled with um his belief that he is above God and then he is sitting at the um final supper table which represents the great harvest that that these groups um reap from after they have successfully done their sacrifices and so you sacrifice in order to feast and so Hove is is sitting as Jesus right and his whole song is and and his whole artistry is about him being god it's like god did hove did you know like hove is above god and so it's just interesting it's always this like constant mockery and and it's very symbolic it's very organized there's a reason why they chose the final supper table there's a reason why sam smith chose to be the devil there's a reason why there was a a tribute before all of this with one of the artists that is deeply ingrained within the system quavo wearing the one eye symbolism thing as he's obligated to do this thing even after he lost someone close to him and believing yourself to be n- not even a god but to be god yeah. himself or, to be above or god. yeah above god or yeah. gods or whatever is is like the core of satanism yeah it is because it's alistair crowley's um do what thou wilt yeah which is you act on your own accord because you are capable of surpassing everything and everyone yeah wow yeah it's crazy oh that's like i don't know i always got a weird i always got weird uh vibe from jay-z jay-z and beyonce because then beyonce Beyonce, for sure because then beyonce at the 2023 grammys she broke the record for the most grammy wins of all time right and then every almost every artist when they would win a Grammy, they would thank Beyonce and Jay-Z, like directly on stage. I think Lizzo won yeah, something. Yeah, Adele. Adele. I, I wanted to talk about that really quick. I took some notes. Mm-hmm. When, when this is what's super crazy, and maybe this will like bring up the whole uh, Super Bowl thing too, um, but... I In 2016, right before the Grammys, 
I think, no, it was 2017, 2017 or 2016, right before the Grammys, mm -hmm. right before Beyonce announced that she was pregnant. See? And, and what's crazy is that a few months prior, a fan, right, like a, or I don't know if it was a fan, but like someone on Twitter under the name Beyonce Fan 666 <laughs> tweeted that Beyonce would announce her pregnancy in February of 2017, and then they were correct. Yeah. It was right before the Grammys in February of 2017, right? And yeah. that's very reminiscent of what we just saw. We'll get to that, what we just saw Rihanna do. What, right, just real quick, Rihanna did the same thing at the Super Bowl in February. And there's a reason why that I just want to make clear real quick is because of something called the Babylon Working Ritual. It's a it, it, it's a birth ritual that was discovered or 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 founded by Aleister Crowley. And it basically consists of, of you performing a ritual between January and March at the beginning of the year, which is a prime time for you to do so. And it's also the exact time window where beyond uh, Beyonce announced that she was pregnant. Rihanna announced that she was pregnant in 2022 in February. And then now this year again, she announced that she was pregnant at the Super Bowl in February. And wow. so it's like it's prime time for you to uh, make your baby a, a prime vessel and vehicle for incarnation of occult ancient gods. That's insane. And that's why they do it the way they do it. That is insane. It's pretty wild. But this is what's crazy is that after this happened, after she announced her pregnancy, the headline that was going around was that was that this was just what this nation needed, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Like, why Why would that be what this nation needs? Is it's Beyonce weird, right? announcing her pregnancy? It's like, it's supposed to be like this unifying thing that yeah. these celebrities announce their pregnancies. It's because they're viewed as like Mary from like, like Jesus's yeah. mom, you know, and and she always wears the um the sun crown, the sun crown, the the rays of yeah. of light or whatever around her head. And she just recently performed in Dubai, and she did a whole ritualistic dance that they spent millions and millions on her concert performance. And people are saying that it coincided with a new, I think it's like a new restaurant slash club that opened in Dubai called the Illuminati. What? And Dubai has has publicly announced that they are pushing strongly towards becoming a prominent country on the world stage. So like they want to like rival the U.S., you know, and so it's very fitting that their their um, like like uh, rite of passage is to have Beyonce perform for them as a way to open up the paths right. so that they can also become successful like the u.s right like interesting rub off on yeah on. it's like follow what we do and join our brotherhood and you too shall become very powerful because all they are is like rich but they're still not powerful on the world stage oh that's so crazy because the u.s is the most masonic country right, in the world right. yeah no for sure it's crazy but it's weird that you do see it start spilling over when you yeah. start taking a closer look, like just like we saw in the K-pop videos, like as an example. But everyone's trying to take, yeah. you know, uh, notes from what they see happening here. <laughs> 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a common denominator has always been Aleister Crowley because even the Beatles, like they were huge fans of Aleister Crowley. Really? Yeah. It's like every, every artist that follows in his teachings eventually becomes like super successful. Wow. But at a price, obviously. At a price. Yeah. 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 A, a huge price, which is the price for your soul. But this is what's crazy that mm. I wanted to just finish off by saying, but um at the grammys so this was after she announced her pregnancy um she was also wearing a veil by the way when she first posted like pictures of her with the pregnant belly but at the grammys she's standing posed holding her belly like a religious statue or painting just like you said like the mother of jesus with her head um and and her head has like a halo and solar rays Right, which again, Virgin Mary. And and what's crazy, it, it was the seven solar rays, which we've already talked about with like the Statue of Liberty and stuff, which is significant to the Masonic and occult symbolism, you know, the mm-hmm. Luciferian effect. And then the last thing I wanted to say was that, um, sorry, hold on. Give me a second before I get my stuff yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, take your time. That take your time. She didn't. So Beyonce didn't win album of the year. This is why I wanted to mention this. Mm-hmm. Beyonce didn't win album of the year, and then Adele did. And Adele, during her speech, said that she wants Beyonce to be her mommy. And this was right after the pregnancy announcement. Yeah, it's so strange. It's interesting. And also, um, and this is coming from someone who actually enjoys Kendrick Lamar as an artist. Um, and so I don't. I still haven't found my path in terms of like distinguishing between enjoying so, like enjoying an artist for their art and then not letting or allowing my perception of that artist to get kind of like obfuscated by their commitment to the broader agenda, if that makes sense. But like, I'm still a fan of Kendrick because I like his art. But um, I will say that he snagged a Grammy probably because he also accomplished his role in basically making a mockery out of um, Christ, right? Because he wore the crown of thorns that was studded in diamonds and he was bleeding also. And so maybe he was making a mockery and he also presented himself as like floating above the water, you know, crucified in in the crucified position, wearing all white, um, floating over the ocean. 
And so it also indicates that he, unlike Christ, who only walked on water, he can float above water. Right. So like he's better, you know. He doesn't so, even touch it. Yeah, he doesn't even touch it or doesn't even have to. And he does it with no effort. So again, then he snagged the Grammy. Harry Styles uh, contributes a lot to the whole gender blurring agenda. Um, he also snagged a, a Grammy because he showed up wearing a, a female. Like a leotard, right? Yeah, just like female clothing. Or not a leotard. What is that thing called? It's like a jumpsuit. Yeah, it's like female, like very feminine yeah, clothing. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I, after you told me that Kim Petras won a Grammy, that already solidified everything that I needed to know about who's winning Grammys nowadays. And for what reason, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's crazy that Kendrick won rap album of the year because it didn't seem like it was as well received as, well, I don't know who else got nominated. I know DJ Khaled um and jack harlow or i don't know who else yeah i th think it was just them um but it, it it is interesting because it wasn't that well received as like previous albums of his yeah and it wasn't. so yeah. it's just interesting that he won it i mean obviously i thoroughly enjoyed it and then i think that it it deserved it but i don't know yeah it makes you it makes you think when you look in between the lines for sure do you have anything else to say about the Grammys? Um, do I? No, I don't think so. No, I'm, yeah, no. So on this episode, we're just going to touch on the main events that happened recently. And then on the next episode, we'll talk about the Ukraine and like other things, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Is sure. that good? Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll, we'll finish off by analyzing Rihanna's performance, if you want to do that. Yeah. And just like analyze the whole implication behind that. Um... Just give me one second, guys. Uh, we got to pull up the notes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even have notes pulled <laughs> up, honestly. I'm just like scrolling through articles and just like um, <laughs> trying to like pull from memory, which is probably not the best thing to do, but I am doing it. Um, I just want to point out a few things. Rihanna's performance was on floating stage pieces, assets, right, that formed a triangle. So she was at the top and and she was at, obviously at the top of this Masonic triangle, which represents the various steps that you have to climb within the order in order for you to become a top Mason. Um, she was standing at the top of it. She was wearing red, which, again, is a common denominator when you observe what celebrities have been wearing recently. Sam Smith was wearing red. He was Satan. Doja Cat looked super demonic with her all red um, attire and like her red skin or whatever she was doing. Uh, Rihanna was dressed in red. Kanye was dressed in red. So a lot of red. And um, she was standing at the very tip top, surrounded by white dancers who were wearing something that was vaguely reminiscent of a hazmat suit. And a lot of people were speculating whether or not that also ties into the whole message that, you know, like those are white blood cells. And they're combating the, the virus, which is Rihanna. But then eventually the virus wins because Rihanna prevails. And so uh, maybe that's another COVID propaganda. Maybe it's something along those lines. Who knows? But the one that I personally believe in is, is the idea that it's a birth ritual, which I've already discussed, but um, a Babylon working birth ritual where Rihanna is publicly... Um, 
displaying that um, her child and publicly like collecting the public mass energy in order to prime her baby as a vehicle and as a vessel for the incarnation of an ancient occult goddess or god which is uh goes in line with the teachings of Aleister Crowley who was one of the most renowned uh, occultists of our time and a lot of these um, artists like Jay-Z for example is a big 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 student of Aleister Crowley to the point where you have pictures of Jay-Z wearing a hoodie I think that says do what thou wilt mm. which is what Aleister Crowley would preach which is which goes in line with becoming your own god and like doing whatever you want um what's interesting though is that this part was not televised by the way so people who were filming the performance on their phones uh, were posting this to like social media TikTok, and it was just like flooding every social media outlet but interesting enough um the news outlets did not want to pick up on this part but rihanna towards the end of her performance she just randomly put up this sign which a lot of people may interpret as the rock symbol which is the jay-z symbol but then you have to think all right so where did jay-z get the symbol from and if you listen to what i just said he was a big follower of alistair crowley and so it's an occult symbol it's the all-seeing eye but also also there's this thing called the greater ritual of the pentagram which was also uh talked about by alistair crowley and established by alistair crowley and among the symbols used in this greater ritual of the pentagram, you have the triangle, which is the exact one that Rihanna used. Um, another interesting thing is that during her performance, you would see the male dancers doing it, like explicit sexual innuendos. And Rihanna, mind you, is pregnant with the child um, on stage. And she's still like um, being being craved and just wanted by these men you know so it's so it's this idea of like worship and like these men are feeding to a point where they crawl on mm. all fours after her yeah i saw i saw that right and then there's another point where she 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 does the michael jackson thing where he touches his private parts and 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 she touches her private part mind you this is a pregnant woman um, and then she brings her hand up and sniffs it and then winks does like a quick one eye symbolism as as she's like sniffing it. So it's like this weird thing, but it's all ritualistic is what people need to understand. Yeah, it's not her being cute and being a savage and and being a queen. It's not any of that bullshit. Like you have to wake up and realize what's going on. And how how like ironic is it that the um the her performance started with the song uh bitch better have my money yeah you know which was co-produced by kanye really yeah when you told me that i i couldn't believe it and she's wearing a similar outfit that kanye wore during his donda performance so another a third conspiracy theory is that uh she is is basically conveying to us that kanye was in fact cloned and like that's another conspiracy theory that people are saying is more far-fetched but maybe it's true that 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 she's paying homage but in actuality she's just like showing us that you know like he's been eliminated and and i said that too because of the floating stage floating stage was also inspired by kanye which it, yeah kanye is known yeah. for doing the floating stage experience right because of his pablo tour right yeah. and so the fact that well they did it in the shape of a triangle but it was still a floating stage yeah you know was kind of like a dead giveaway to me that there was some hint yeah. at kanye in some way shape or form 
Another interesting thing is that both Lil Uzi Vert and Damar Hamlin uh, appeared at the Super Bowl wearing very questionable outfits. And people know that uh, artists and just big celebrities use fashion as a vehicle to make a statement. And so you don't just randomly put on certain sets of clothes uh, when you're a huge icon and and when you're in the public eye. Um, Damar Hamlin was wearing uh, a... a a varsity jacket that has a crucified Jesus on the back, but a altered version by Murakami, who is an artist that Kanye actually adores and who's mm-hmm. the one that created his album cover for yeah, the graduation. Right. And so this is a, a Travis Jesus, which Murakami initially made for Travis Scott, a chain with the head of this, of this reimagined Jesus with like super buggy eyes and just like sharp teeth and just crazy looking with the crown of thorns. Travis Scott ordered and received this chain right before his Astroworld catastrophe. It was like leading up to it. Yeah. And then Damar Hamlin shows up with a varsity jacket with the same uh, Travis Jesus by Murakami, which is mocking Christ on his back and then with the words eternal on top of it. And then Lil Uzi Vert is dressed in all black with his like usual emo self does. Um, and he has a, a Jesus with like a pentagram kind of like over it also on his jacket. And so it's like, it's this recurring theme of intense mockery for what reason? Like we need a question of these things. Like why are they constantly mocking this one religion yeah blatant symbolism too because it's, it's a football the, game it's like the upside down cross which is yeah you know. we're playing football we're watching football like why and wait real quick <laughs> sorry excited. sorry and then damar hamlin is also seen uh taking pictures with lebron james who is who is a known um mason Right. So so he went under the wings of Jay-Z and like he's in the same brotherhood and like he's known for being a Freemason. And Damar Hamlin takes a picture with LeBron James and his pose, a very natural pose, is this. Which if you're listening, I'm doing he's doing the 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 six, 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 six on on the two hands. And he just took a picture with him. And this guy's wearing a varsity jacket that's mocking Christ. It's just weird. Why? It's yeah, it's to a point where you just can't overlook it anymore. You, you can. just can't. Like you can't be blind to it. It's it's always at these large events that there's these agendas being pushed, these like little uh hidden in plain sight symbolism yeah. being pushed out. I wanted to say something interesting really quick. Um there was people saying that Rihanna's backup dancers look like um, the Chinese spy balloons. Oh wow! And that <laughs> this this recently happened. The you know China that yeah. they were like spotted or whatever Chinese spy balloons. Or I don't know the whole story about it because I'm not you know I'm not well informed on those things. But I just find it interesting because it to me it felt like a don't look up moment. Yeah, where it's like they put something that that's of high importance right in your face a little bit Mm -hmm. but then you you're not even really thinking about that thing because you're so tuned into this other thing that they're doing with it you know exactly um so like in don't look up there was the meteor 
about to hit earth and then all they were talking about was how they'll you know uh, uh scrape it up and try to find yeah. diamonds or whatever else in it or of um invaluables or whatever so like try to get rich off of yeah and then it's just weird that her dancers are wearing like even the way that there's like you said it's like hazmat suit material it's yeah. like kind of puffy looking and whatever and it's always red and white combo yeah it's like red versus white it's weird purity versus blood yeah you know and then when kendrick performed as as christ he was wearing all white and he was being stained by blood that's so crazy so it's like purity being contaminated is the symbolism i think going on yeah it's i don't know i i i'm i almost don't know what to say honestly like i don't have words because it's a lot yeah when you when you really start thinking about it, it just makes you it just keeps you stunned honestly i just have two more things um maybe three that are also related to the super bowl yeah go um we all know that the super bowl ads <laughs> commercials yeah the super bowl commercials a, a lot of people tune in to the Super Bowl just to watch these commercials. Yeah. And these commercials are known to run you a few million just for a few seconds of exposure on TV during that prime time, mm -hmm. right? So companies shell out millions of dollars just to um, showcase their brand in front of the world. And so you would you would think that a lot of thought, a lot of um, energy goes into developing each commercial. Right, planning. And so it has to be very intentional, right? And what's interesting to me is that jack harlow uh starred in a dorito commercial uh-huh and doritos are obviously shaped as triangles right so i'm not gonna be one of those um no crazy conspiracy theories uh crazy conspiracy theorists that are like oh like the triangle and the and the doritos illuminati <laughs> confirmed however jack harlow starred in this doritos commercial and the whole commercial was about triangle worship. So normally when you do a commercial about a food item, you include the food item throughout the commercial and you include people eating it, consuming it, enjoying it. But in this commercial that that uh, that played during primetime television during the Super Bowl, you see Jack Harlow just infatuated with the shape, with the triangle shape. Really? Yeah. And then you never see a Doritos bag ever throughout the entire commercial. It's just literally triangles. And then it shows Jack Harlow in the studio kind of like struggling to find inspiration. You know, like he just can't find or create a hit song until he turns around and he sees one of his friends who are chilling in the studio with him eating a Dorito and that's the only time that you actually see the Dorito throughout the whole commercial one Dorito and then as she's like putting it towards her mouth it gets out of frame and then in the back of that Dorito is a triangle instrument right oh yeah yeah and then Jack Harlow sees the triangle instrument and then all of a sudden it cuts to him performing among thousands of people because he found his inspiration through that triangle symbol, through that instrument, through that musical object. He channeled inspiration through the triangle using using the triangle and performed on a stage that's a 3D triangle that's basically enclosing him inside of a 3D triangle on stage and everybody's going wild. And then behind them is another huge triangle just like lighting up and like whatever. And then 
And then the whole commercial is just about triangle worship. And then he's teaching his fans to also worship the triangle by like teaching them to also play this triangular instrument. Yeah. And so if you really dig down and you understand what that means, how how Lucifer was the head of the orchestra in heaven, you know, like he was the 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 best musician and then he fell to earth. And so like that's the weapon that they use is sound, is vibrations. And and I think even um Tesla said that uh the entire universe is frequencies and that once you understand mm -hmm. that 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 everything is frequency then then you will become understand then you will begin to understand life right and so frequency music they they know exactly what you're doing uh what they're doing you know right because we talked about it before too how xxx uh, Tentacion talked about like the low frequencies in music and how it literally controls people's like whole demeanor and and mood and alters their like brain chemicals you know yeah and then obviously there's like higher frequency music that's meant to make you feel good and then there's super low frequency right, music that, that's what they do yeah and at the grammys lil uzi vert was asked by a reporter like uh well not asked by a reporter yeah yeah so lil uzi vert was asked by a reporter um I don't know why your music's so addicting. It's like, I can't stop singing it. And then Lil Uzi Vert, who's a known Satanist, right? Like he he promotes Satanism blatantly. Uh, he just kind of like smirks and stuff and just like stares at the camera and says, because because there's hypnosis and stuff. Because, and, it, and it's true. Because like they, they inject hypnosis into their music and that's how they create these rituals and that's how they get this massive success, you know? And that's why he said at one of his concerts, like, oh, we're all going to hell. Yeah. We're all going. And and what's interesting is that at the World Festival or concert or whatever, um, people were saying that it was like it felt they felt like a shift mm -hmm. in the energy. in the energy like they were feeling the effects of the low frequency music and then when he was staring off into the crowd and he saw people like passing out he's just there humming yeah, in like a low tone mm, you know like ritualistic humming it's, it's so strange it's channeling, channeling i have no energies. i must have said the word strange and insane and crazy like 50,000 times on this episode but yeah. it's the only words i have it's cuckoo cocoa puffs because i just can't understand i mean i i guess like the the more you dig into it the like the more obvious it just becomes to you yeah. that you just can't unsee things yeah. because i just remember life being so simple yeah and now it's like i Everything can't is everywhere i turn it's simple. like something new it's like uh this story is being pushed out to hide this story that's out and this thing is being pushed out because it has symbolism and whatever yeah oh it's 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 crazy it's crazy that's yeah. the word mentally gone it's 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 insane just one more thing um another commercial that that just really caught my attention another super bowl commercial that i found very interesting was a commercial for avocados <laughs> avocados avocados from mexico i think i think is the name of the brand um and the whole commercial is playing off of the idea of adam and eve eating from the fruit and then the fall of mankind and the fall of humanity right but instead of it being like a and bad thing that they ate from the fruit this commercial paints it out as like because eve ate the
the avocado, the world became the best version of itself possible. And so it literally shows Adam and Eve and then Eve being offered an avocado by, I think, a squirrel on the tree, on the forbidden tree. She opens the avocado, eats it or something, and then it transitions to modern day New York City that is now nicknamed the big avocado instead of the big, the big apple. apple. Oh my god! And then it cuts to a a Steve Job esque presenter presenting the new avocado phone, which is blatantly telling us that even Apple, the phones that we use, one of the biggest companies to ever exist, with the bitten apple on it, the I was bitten forbidden say that, fruit. The bitten fruit is tied to Adam and Eve, the fall of man and the corruption of man. That is insane. And then this whole commercial is basically glorifying consumption of sin. It's like be sinful, be gluttonous, consume, right. consume because it's good. Look at look at this beautiful world that that we've developed because of the fact that we ate from the fruit. Right. And the idea of eating from the tree of knowledge was that you would become knowledgeable as knowledgeable as god God. right and so them showing like oh and then now we have new york city and now we have apple products you know um it's just like that was the that was like the uh the persuasion point that the devil used was like you know the advancement of yourself what's crazy to me again you spend so much money to get a spot on the super bowl you know, and it's super expensive. Like, like companies spend millions and millions just just for a few seconds to shine during the Super Bowl, and then you chose to do this specific commercial. Oh, that's so! I didn't even know. Well, I knew about the whole like bit and apple thing because I mentioned it. Remember? Yeah. And and when I when I saw that and I find like it clicked in my head, I mm. I can't even unsee it now that everything Apple. Yeah. has the bitten just one bite yeah that's, all it, that's took. all it took yeah was the one bite and if you watch the super bowl commercials you'll realize that almost every single commercial kind of has this like heavy theme of just con- like this heavy conspiratorial theme that that i just can't help but like like look into you know it's just wild um there's one last commercial that i saw it's a u2 which is that band right U2, which is considered one of the most famous bands in the world. Um, it's a U2 commercial, and it ties in UFO and the idea of Project Bluebeam. And the whole the whole commercial, and you'll probably have to like watch it for yourself, but the whole commercial kind of shows this like object that ki- that is kind of reminiscent of what's going on right now, where every government on the planet is talking about un- like unidentified objects kind of like hovering in their in the aerospace air- and mm-hmm. stuff. And the U.S. apparently shot down a few unidentified objects. And so like the government is like dangling UFOs in front of everybody's face now and everybody's getting distracted by it. One year it was the Ukraine. Another year it was the vaccine. And now it's the UFO problem. Um, but this commercial is basically emphasizing on that current state of the world. And it shows this huge... Thing that's coming from outer space that just happens to be like this alien object happens to have a huge baby head talking baby head which if we know anything about adrenochrome if we know anything about balenciaga about child sacrifice among the elites 
it makes sense, right? So this huge entity is coming and then everybody on the planet that is a fan of U2 is basically teleported into like into a wasteland and then there they are they are all united and they all kind of like enter this huge spacecraft. It's so hard to explain, but basically saying that like music is the is the uh vehicle that yeah, these the artists use to teleport us our spirit our our soul to kind of like resonate and kind of like enter this demonic space that they're now portraying as being aliens and they're portraying as being these like alien beings you know but maybe they're just like demonic forces entities that that's something that i wanted to talk about too that uh now i forgot what it's called but they're like probing uh to open portals yeah I've i heard forgot of that. oh shit i forgot the name i don't cern cern yeah, yeah. cern is like i don't know what they're doing but what's interesting and this is what people are saying is that the the things that they're communicating with on the other side from a different dimension they say mm -hmm. um is not intelligent life it's like animals but not of any kind that we've ever seen mm -hmm. which people started to relate as being demons right so, so it's like lizards yeah it's like it's humanoid like, lizards or something. It, it's like demons like like i don't know i don't i don't know what other way to put it but it's not like the misconception of aliens or art or intelligent. intelligent life that we think yeah um it it is good beings that yeah. are here to like advance society and there's people saying that they're that these portals that they could be opening could literally be portals to hell yeah and that they're literally communicating with with demons. hell yeah yeah hellish demons i don't doubt it man i couldn't oh man i couldn't even wrap my head around that ah uh, but like that's all i have for today on my end um do you have anything else no that's it for me that's it because yeah um i just want to apologize for my performance um i'm very rusty R rusty yeah <laughs> i'm just trying to get the hang of it again um so so i apologize if this was like a rough listen or a rough watch hopefully we got some stuff you know out there no, like some like value and you whatnot. spoke so well so did you no yes, i you i was rusty guys no, both of us i was rusty. just saying that's crazy, that's crazy. but it is crazy all like, of it's crazy i feel like i'm on the drugs right now yeah <laughs> i'm like whoa man that's crazy man that's crazy dude marijuana brother <laughs> um so yeah guys uh so like we just so you guys have an idea of just how like um crazy these podcasts are we before we sat down we had so many topics ready to talk about we were ready to talk about Ukraine, uh, human trafficking in Ukraine. We were going to talk about the Ohio uh, derailing um, derailing explosion incident that's been happening. We were going to talk about a bunch of other stuff, like like small little things that would inevitably kind of like transform into bigger things. And that's the problem with like podcasting is that you assume that you can like quickly touch on everything. But because it's a free flow of consciousness, like we just go just like go on and on. But we do it in a way that feels productive if that makes sense yeah which by the way the next episode that we do when we do talk about ukraine i have a lot a lot Me a too. lot on the over sexualizing of of uh females specifically in hollywood and i have to a go lot, with that and i have a lot about the um 
the trafficking of of minors of very young people yeah and how they're also sexualized yeah the, the the ukraine the ukraine podcast is going to be loaded i feel like this grammys and super bowl one um it was already packed yeah like we i mean we just wanted to touch base on it because it just happened yeah and it's pretty wild when you think about the hundreds of millions of people watching yeah those events you know and just unknowingly um being influenced and manipulated yeah like uh, consuming that you know yeah those things yeah without realizing Mm -hmm. which by the way i did not watch either you neither and i have no regrets yeah um i used to be of the belief that like oh like i have to fit in i have to watch these things that everybody else is watching but i've like evolved to a point where i'm so above all that shit now yeah it's like i really don't give a fuck like what's the reward of it i mean if you're into football and you watch the super bowl okay if If you're into the sport you know if if you like rihanna and you wanted to hear her sing okay but it's just insane to me that this this just becomes like i literally went to party city right that day Mm. that of the super bowl to go get us some props for our podcast you know because we like to do our little skits sometimes yeah but then all i see is like it was packed with people with like football balloons and and football decoration yeah and it's just crazy the amount of money that people spend to to go watch it because it's like nine thousand dollars for seats that are like far far out from the field you know um to to pay to watch it like fifty dollars you said right on youtube tv and all these things and people uh order in in surplus of food to serve their guests that they're hosting this you know event for but anyways yeah, yeah it's just football has become a religion for americans and i think like like every sport is in a sense a religion because you're worshiping these athletes and these idols that become basically gods to you you know yeah and that's why it's as popular as it is and i would go as far as to say that maybe a lot of it is scripted more scripted than you would assume or think you know like maybe a lot of professional sports is just scripted yeah but yeah anything else that's it all right stay woke all right guys so uh thanks again for listening thanks again for watching um if you enjoyed this if you got any value from this at all uh the best way that you can show love to us and to show us that you actually enjoy it and if you want to support us as creators as we're trying to you know, evolve and grow as small creators in this very hyper-competitive space. The best way that you could do so is by leaving a like, uh, sharing this with a friend, share this on your social media, tag us. Uh, it's the best way that we will be able to see you and to see what you post and to see what you think about us and about what we do. And am I forgetting something? Uh, no. And and comment below what we should talk about on the next episode yeah if you're on youtube and if you're not on youtube just uh quickly swipe back to youtube and just click on our video and then just comment below what you think we should talk about and that's how we're going to pick our like next topics moving forward that's officially how we're going to do it yeah that sounds good so with that being said guys don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone peace out peace to the world